0: producing audio for every need, and Greta Pope Entertainment, for the finest in entertainment. Hey there, and welcome to the Business Savvy Singer podcast. I am so, so, so excited today to have a gentleman with me that is just the best. His name is Michael James Scott, I'm so excited and you are going to be excited too when you hear all about the great things that this gentleman has been doing. Michael, how are you? Welcome. Doctor.
1: Oh my goodness. <laughs> <I> <laughs> it's say so doctor, lovely to doctor.
0: be doctor. I'm so doctor, glad you're here. <laughs>
1: That's great. Thank you so much for having me. It is so wonderful to be here. Um, and and be able to just chat with you and your listeners and 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 all the things. It, is, it was so wonderful getting to work with some of your students, which yes. is where I got to meet you, and Absolutely. I, am, I love that we are connecting now, so this is me wonderful. Me too,
0: me too. For our listeners, uh, Michael did a wonderful masterclass for the National Association of Teachers of Singing, the Central Florida chapter, of which I am a member, and I submitted two of my students to sing for that event, and uh, it was just just thrilling to see him work with these young people and the the results that you got from them. You know, they start out, they sing their piece, and then you give feedback and you talk to them, and all of a sudden, it's magnificent what they're doing.
1: Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. I, listen, I am, uh, it is, for me, it's about figuring out how for them to get out of their own ways and, yeah. you know, what I can do to help with that um and that i mean that's what helped me as an artist Mm -hmm. uh, as a singer and all the things And i really try to connect all of those technical elements as well so that it's so that you're not even thinking about it that you can trust the work that you have done to really fuel the the you know to be able to the, the idea the performance and the work that you're doing now, you know, within your whatever, whatever song or whatever it is that you're doing. So I, 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 that's what I try to do.
0: (laughs) Well, you certainly did it. There were, I think, 12 students that sang and you did it with every single one of them. It was wonderful. So I want to say to my listeners, if you ever need someone to do a masterclass for an event or for your school or whatever, please do not hesitate to call this gentleman because he he, he is brilliant. I've been to many masterclasses, classes, many
1: i oh, participated,
0: yeah. I've observed, and I'm telling you, what you did was just, it was outstanding. So, I thank well, you for that.
1: Thank you. That means a lot. Thank you, <laughs> thank you.
0: So, I want to know all about you. So let's talk about the beginning. When did you begin singing?
1: oh my gosh um uh, like <laughs> it, 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 i started singing in church um and uh my mom said i sang before i spoke wow. um and so it was just the thing that was in me i responded to music i responded to the sound of music i responded to uh singing you know um, what uh, in terms of me listening as a as a little kid i responded mm-hmm. to Wow. to the voice the the uh, the sort of vibrations wow. of of music and uh that's where it started for me it started in church i i got my i had my first solo uh, you know in the and and the and my my who i still know to this day she is my my grandmother's best friend oh. of now like oh my gosh 50 over 50 wow. years, it's something crazy, right? Wow. Her name was Aunt Shirley. Oh. Shirley Thomas, she's amazing, amazing woman who um, has been to many of my shows, and she was at, uh, 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 I mean, she's just a part of my life still, wow. right? Wow. And Aunt Shirley, we uh, uh, we call, who lives across the street from my grandmother still, to this day, oh, oh, <laughs> which that's is great. amazing. <laughs> yes, they live right across the street. She gave me my first solo. Um, at, at church, and that was in Baltimore. Actually, at that time, I was born in uh, in Baltimore, and then we moved. we moved to Orlando when I was about six, okay. uh, six years old. But <laughs> I, Aunt Shirley gave me my first solo oh. in church. In, you know, in the little kids choir. And do you remember what the song
0: was? Do you remember what it was?
1: This little light of mine. <laughs> I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Oh, yes. <laughs>
0: I love it. And you truly have let it shine through these years. It's fantastic. It is fantastic. Once
1: it, listen, once the congregation, uh, uh, the audience, if you will, applauded, <laughs> I was hooked from that moment. That I was love it. it. That was it. Immediate so that's gratification.
0: It <laughs> Immediate gratification. I love it. That is fantastic. That's wow. how it started. So then you moved to Orlando, and you you lived there. You grew up there, pretty much.
1: Yes. Yeah, so we moved to Orlando when I was six because my parents did not want their um, their black boys, to be another black male statistic, yeah. to be honest with you, they, so we lived in the inner city of Baltimore, and you know, yeah. the thing about Baltimore is, it's a wonderful city, and uh, uh, and we didn't, you know, we didn't know the resources of, like, now there's so many arts things there, and there, mm-hmm. and there have been for so long, but we didn't you know didn't that, know. right, growing yeah. up, mm-hmm. and so we were in the inner city where there wasn't a lot of resources for mm-hmm. the arts, mm-hmm. and, and, and what that, Whatever that means for, yeah. you know, in terms of uh, of, of besides the sort of norm of what you know for inner city, poor mm-hmm. um, neighborhoods of color mm-hmm. around our around our country. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, and, and I don't think it's just a color thing. I think it's actually poor neighborhoods everywhere yeah, they economic... don't have yeah the res- the resources yeah so cut to my mother and my uh, my my aunt my aunt Phyllis may she rest in peace um, lived in she was she was in the military and she was stationed in Florida mm-hmm. um, and she met her husband my uncle uh there and they were in Orlando and my aunt said well just come here come here okay. and so we didn't know anyone. All of our family still. I mean, most of our, my mom and my dad's family, they're all in that Orlando. I mean, um, Baltimore, mm-hmm. Virginia, that whole area, yeah. DC, that whole. They're still there. Yeah. Cut to my parents just picked up and moved uh, wow. down to Orlando, lived with my aunt and uncle for about six months while they got on mm-hmm. their their footing their so that we could have a different environment That's growing right. up. That's right. That is how we were there.
0: Wow, that is fantastic. That is fantastic. It's great that your parents were able to do that, that they were willing to do that. And, and you know, that whole inner city thing for black boys is a thing. It's really yes. a thing. You know, I I live in Chicago uh, on the South Side. I have a son who ended Mm. up going to private school his entire life because that whole city community environment is a thing. It really is.
1: absolutely and as you know being a mother uh you know you you the sacrifice that you do for your babies are real (laughs) and you don't really think twice about it in terms of like you just do that's right and you figure out you figure it out and that's that which is you know I have the utmost respect for for what parents have to do in those situations, because yep. we're not all handed, you know, um, we're not all handed things on a silver platter. That's right. But our parents work for a lot of this that we don't even realize. That's <laughs> right. As, <laughs> you know, as, as, as you know, there are times, I know that there are times when my parents, uh, we got, we got Food and they went without they because yep. there was a sacrifice. That's right. Um, or they got less food yep. <laughs> to feed yep. their boys. That's right. You know. That's so. right.
0: And and isn't it a wonderful thing that you have done so well? You know, that's the best way to pay your parents back. That's the best. You know, they sacrifice for you, and they feel like boy, was it worth it? Boy, was it worth
1: it? Absolutely. Um, I am grateful that i have been able to uh feel like i i you know have done done well mm-hmm. with what with with work and with pursuing my dreams and the sacrifice that my parents did make so i absolutely it is the best way oh, yeah. of giving back it yes, feels it for my parents you know yeah. the, that that the work that they put in the all the resources they put in mm-hmm. uh for me to be able to do what it just me running around this little chocolate you know <laughs> chubby child running around orlando florida with just singing you know around i, I it, it was it paid off yes. for that little boy running and singing in the grocery stores that's and right. being crazy
0: <laughs> that's right now let's so, so you're, you're being very modest about the the opportunities and the the accomplishments that you have made. So I want to talk a little bit about that. So the you know the role that that I think is just so spectacular that you have done and you've done many others as well. But the role of the genie in Aladdin on Broadway. Tell us about that. I mean that is just fabulous.
1: Oh gosh. Well, uh, yeah, I mean I yeah, there, that that has been a nice little subtle role <laughs> that I have played. <laughs> <Heck> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I I the the role of the genie has been quite a monumental turning point for me in my career, um, uh, personally, like all the things mm. that you would expect a role of that magnitude mm-hmm. to do i was i've been up i played the genie it's been a part of my life now for uh about six years it wow. feels like i think it, i think on and off you yeah. know um and so it's i call it my genie journey because it's taken <laughs> me around the world i love it and that which has been you know pretty pretty spectacular but it's also given me the incredible platform to be able to talk to and um uh you know uh teach and all the things that i that i, I so love i mm-hmm. so so love so yeah i mean it's been uh, gosh i don't even know where, it, where to start with it because it was it's been such a mind-blowing kind of thing you know to be handed a role like that that is so uh iconic mm-hmm. on so many levels internationally yes. you know it's it's a it's a it's, a, it's an iconic role internationally the late great Robin Williams made it famous from you know yes. with the 1992 animated uh, movie of Aladdin and the the foundation of that has truly he left the most incredible iconic mark on a role that is bigger than life yes so to be handed that as a man of color to be a, to be leading a show to be a leading man in a, a big, Broadway musical, you know, yep. backed by Disney theatricals yep. um, at the entity that is Disney is is for me the ultimate, um, I think, testimony to say to everyone that it is possible. Yes. Yes. So that's that's really what i was saying about the genie. I mean, there's so many wonderful things, but that's that is uh, that is the. the, the been one of the most incredible things about it, but also just the idea of being your most authentic self. And that role, it is it is very easy and very exposing.
0: <laughs> I bet.
1: <laughs> when, when you are uh, playing at yeah. uh, authenticity, if you yeah. will. And I had to really, I had my Oprah aha moment of mm-hmm. it all mm-hmm. with the idea of that little boy i just talked about earlier running around orlando florida and just not having a care in the world cut Mm. two years later you know uh being in a role where you basically need to not have a care in the world
0: yes yes right
1: and how does that
0: work yeah you have such a joie de vivre i mean you can if people can see it all over you say that again doctor say that again (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a joie de vivre you really do and and that is something that is you know i'm sure in that role really serves you well
1: yeah yeah you know it's it's funny because uh, you know again you get you get you get a role like this and it's like Oh gosh, the pressure! What do you think? You know, you immediately start going into your head about how do you live up to the shoes to fill those shoes, right? Of something big and bold like that, and you have a. I had a team. I have a team. I still do a team who of of creators who really said we want Michael James Scott. We want that,
0: that, is, so that is what we
1: want, and so when I talk about this sort of aha moment in the the you know like you you we 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 start off you know most of us are living our carefree younger selves mm-hmm. right. Life happens, yeah. insecurities, sure. um, rejection, uh, uh, all the things that mm-hmm. we are 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 plagued with, and figuring out our journeys as a, a growing as people, right? Yes. And cut to the moment I started to stop apologizing for all of me mm-hmm. It was the moment, the sort of aha click of this bigger than life character and not really worrying about uh, living up to anybody's expectation, mm-hmm. but solely what Michael James Scott would do, started to click in the role and really... Wow. Um, the juices flowing of like, okay, what do I do with that? That's and cool. that was incredible. And I love that. And that that's a really cool thing about the role that has been connected to me personally yeah. and how I I manage you know the sort of like line between art versus like imitating art versus life you know that saying that yes. crazy thing. i don't even know if i just said it right it's probably <laughs> i don't even know what i just said but <laughs> you you get what I i'm get saying. What
0: you're saying i get what you're saying that is fantastic it is just fantastic i remember you saying um, am one of the students in, in the master class asked you about auditioning and about being nervous about it and all of that kind of thing and You said something like, you know, know who you are when you walk in that room. Know who you are. And I thought that was so astute because that is exactly what it is. You're going in there and you you are just, you know, make them feel um, honored that you came in. (laughs) Make them feel honored that you came into the room to audition for them.
1: I I, I absolutely wholeheartedly agree with that. I think it is very important um, to, I say, know your ministry. And by that, I'm meaning, you know, know what you do. What is your ministry in terms of voice and you uh, as a performer, as Mm -hmm. an actor or and not even I mean, we could take this out of out of you know, the theater or the entertainment world or the music world, we can put that into the corporate world. Mm-hmm. We can put that into the, you know, culinary world. Who are you? What do you do? What is your ministry? And who, you know, what is what is that connection? Mm-hmm. So that, that all that stuff, is out the window it's all about now okay i know i do this so this is what's going this is what. this is what's up right, right. at right. the next point right. and i i i had a mentor um who happens to be a very uh, a wonderful uh, a legendary black performer mr ben vereen oh my gosh um who is a a friend and a mentor i i I, I was the standby for Ben Vereen when I was, like, 20. Wow. In <laughs> a wow. show called Bossy in Paris. Wow. In Paris, France, which was unbelievable. He took me under his wing. Like, he really, really um, uh, just, you know, held me tight. until yeah. it sort of was, like, like, gave me all these wonderful lessons. But one of the things he said is about, is the idea of, like, walking into a room they should feel so lucky that <laughs> you 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 get to walk into this room and you're giving them the fiercest free performance. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: love that. Right? I love that.
1: So well. I I I I definitely think I think I also said to to those students, and I say this a lot, but I say believe in the thing that you have is special because no one else has it because they are not you.
0: Yes. I love that. And you know, these are the, the kinds of things that, that students need to hear so much because there's so much comparison. You know, they're comparing themselves to, oh, this person does this and that person. You know, there's, there's always a feeling of less than. And that is so unfortunate. And to, and to be able to adopt this kind of attitude is so valuable to people as they audition and perform.
1: Absolutely. I mean, the less than thing is real and I think it is not too early to start talking to your, you know, um, your children, your nieces and nephews, Mm -hmm. your students who are young, um, you know, young folks trying to navigate their way through this world as they get older. I don't think, I I don't, I don't think it's too young to talk to, I don't even know, I don't, I mean... Obviously a baby, (laughs) (laughs) but once they can start understanding the concept of, you know, of, of communication, any of that Mm -hmm. stuff, I don't think it's too old. I don't think it's too young to talk to them about these things, just planting the seed, just the seed of, of of the not the non-apology the non-apologetic yes. nature that they can have as they get older mm-hmm. just the little seed you don't have to go into a deep but there is mm-hmm. there are some amazing things that happen when you do give a young person the seed of not apologizing yeah. for who they are and who they're going to be
0: yes that's wonderful that's wonderful the the power to be comfortable in their own place, in their own space, in their own skin. That, that's yes. it's huge. It's
1: huge. Well, you when you think about the, the, some of the most successful people who we all are inspired by, thought-provoking folks, leaders, um, musicians, actors, writers, all the CEOs, all those, when you think about those people, you think you see people. You see a lot of people who are not apologetic, mm-hmm. and uh, which is also ego. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> there is a some there is some ego wrapped yeah. in that, and the ego, the the the, the confidence ego of of not being afraid. Yes. you know what I mean. Like what? Where? What is that? And so I think that that is that to me is interesting, and 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 the discussion of what it is to be unapologetically Mm -hmm. you in in your field what is that you know and the line between being you know arrogant and not (laughs) you know where that is yes because there has to be a confidence in order to lead people
0: yeah you're right you're right
1: You know, so where is that line? And I think that that is what I'm talking about with young, young, young folks when I like, when I, when I chat with them is the idea of just, just having the seed of the unapologetic thing to me is where it begins, where you can really understand what that means.
0: Yes, yes. Wow. Wow. That is, that is fantastic. It's fantastic. So now tell me what the most memorable stage experience you've had, something that's funny or disastrous or whatever, just something that was really memorable in your career?
1: Oh, my gosh. Oh, goodness. There have been so many. I've I've been so blessed with such wonderful experiences and working with amazing people. I think there were two. There are two of them that come to mind. And, and, I mean, yes, there have been disastrous ones (laughs) where I have... On opening, like, you know, when I, I was a replacement in the in the Broadway production of Mamma Mia, I played the role of Eddie. I, at the end of the show, I can't, you come down to do your bow, you do like a, a dance move. I did like a big old high kick and completely fell on my butt and <laughs> crawled on stage. While the whole cast laughed. Which, I mean, so there's, there's, oh some, which was, I mean, it was hilarious. I'm sure it was. The, the audience ridiculous.
0: must have loved it. The audience must they have loved, loved it.
1: They loved it. Just me in an orange linen suit, <laughs> you know, just boom, gone. Um, so there is, there are many, you know, oh, things like great. that that are just absolutely insane. But I think. My opening night of my Broadway debut um, was a very special moment because it was. I happened to do my my first Broadway show in the theater where I saw my first Broadway show, which is crazy. Yes. Um. So years later, that full circle moment. I remember. I will never forget looking at the seat. Uh, I remember where I sat.
0: Oh my God. And I remember
1: being on stage and looking at the seat and the person in that seat. Um. It happened to be a young person too, which was kind of fun. Oh. Um, uh, it was a young girl, and I remember looking at, uh, just looking and at at that seat. That person didn't know what I, you know <laughs> right. what, I, what I was thinking, and but I just remember that moment of being now in the position to look at the seat standing on the stage where I saw my first Broadway show. So there is that. But I think the one of the biggest sort of most recent experiences was um, I opened, I originated the role of the genie in Australia. I was the um, in the Australian production of Disney's Aladdin in Sydney, um, Melbourne, and Sydney, Australia, and also in Melbourne. But uh, that opening night in Sydney was a beyond... Uh, anything that I had imagined. My husband was there, my agents, my, you know, the Disney team, like all of the the, the things. And after my number, um, my big number friend like me, which is a big number in the middle of act one, towards the end of act one, um, there was a standing ovation. (laughs) And... It, i will never forget you know and, the, and i remember the australian all the aussies down there were like that has never happened I, oh, that's wow. just never happened and it was just sort of this it was like the right sort of um mixture of all the things right at that moment with wow. just the feeling there there was there had not been really ever a man of color mm-hmm. on billboards buses tvs around australia
0: wow yeah
1: i bet (laughs) there and there i was Mm -hmm. in australia which (laughs) i never even dreamt of okay like you know when you think about god allah buddha whoever you believe in all the things (laughs) that the universe or whatever it is that you believe would take you there would take this little black boy to Australia, to Sydney, Australia, to star as the genie. Um, What it's pretty, I don't even think my, you know, it's, it's a dream that like your, your ancestors have for you, you know? So that moment was a moment that I'll never, I'll never, ever forget.
0: That is fantastic. You know, it, it reminds me what you're saying of a phrase that I have heard that I think is so very true that we are our ancestors' wildest dreams, and that's exactly yes. what you have just said, and it is so true. You know what a blessing for you to have been in that situation and have that audience just eat it up. It's fantastic, it's fantastic.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you know, you 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 only dream about the fact that when you think about your ancestors and what they what would have could only have dreamt of that. However many generations later, right. there I was, and there was a crowd of people standing up for, yeah,
0: for you this,
1: for their, for this boy who That's was, right. a, you know, a part of their, 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 their yeah. lineage. Yeah. Um, it's
0: fantastic. It's fantastic. Well, you have a lot to be proud of. I am so happy to have had the opportunity to get to know you. What a delight you are. Oh
1: my gosh. Well, thank you so much and uh, you know, it's lovely chatting with you. I love I mean, I you know, your energy is wonderfully um sun. It's sun it's a, it's a light, it's sunshine to oh, me. And uh there you. is a there is a and I I'm sure listeners, people you've come they feel it. They absolutely oh. feel it. There's I don't even know you that well and I know that that is the case.
0: Oh, well, thank you, Michael. And I absolutely. feel the same way. And I way. also
1: am, it's important for me to i've said this before teachers educators all those any of that um uh though they are superheroes to me that they are the superheroes of our of our world uh and so often they go unnoticed in terms of the what we talk about we talked to begin seems like a themes day about this sort of seeds being mm-hmm. planted what the seeds have planted from educators from teachers from you know all of that that whole side of 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 our world is so important yes. and probably the foundation that we all, we all will grow from and we don't even know it. And that is, that to me is why they're superheroes. They are, Mm. there's there's a special thing about that there's a special person kind of person to be an educator in any field. Mm -hmm. And I, that, that is why it is so important. I have way too, I have many, way too many angels to even like list Mm -hmm. my earth angels. I call them, you know, and superheroes who helped me along the way, teachers who were just like, this is, come here do this yeah. you know or yeah. whatever they they see through it all and they you know so i so i thank you for the work that you have done you know, in your career and you. working with your students and all the things they all, they all, they all it kept coming back. Well, Dr. <laughs> Hope is my, my, t-. I'm like, oh, oh, okay, well, oh, oh, so thank you. Thank, uh, well, you. thank you.
0: Thank you very much. And thank you for all you do for the students with coming in with that icing on the cake, that cherry on the top. That's fabulous. I'm telling
1: you. I can be the fun uncle.
0: Yeah, the fun uncle.
1: Yes. I come in. I'm the fun gay uncle.
0: (laughs) I love it. I love it. Well, Michael James Scott, thank you so, so very much for being with me today. This is just The best. You have made my day, my week, my month, my year. This is fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So much love, so much light, so much laughter. And to all your listeners and to uh, to all people in the universe, you all stay in the love, stay in the light, stay in the laughter
0: of it all. Thank you. Wishing you much, much, much continued success. The Business Savvy Singer Podcast is brought to you by theprivatemusicstudio.net. Eternal Wolf Music and Greta Pope Entertainment. Let us know if you know of a singer who is having great success in the music business. We'd love to share their story and their journey on this podcast. Send your emails to info at gretapope.com. We've had a great time with you today. See you next time on the Business Savvy Singer podcast. The Business Savvy Singer.